Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. You have a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, hello, Power Partners, and welcome to Star Style, be the star you are. I am your host, Cynthia Bryan, our Health Matters co-host, Heather Brittany, had a medical emergency and will not be joining us today on our Power Hour And, of course, she will be missed here by everyone on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. But we have a great, great show set for you today. In our first segment, we will surely stimulate controversy with a discussion of Agenda 21. Don't know what it is? I didn't either. So you have to stay tuned. And then we're going to seed and feed our souls with a salute to the season in segment two and finish off our hour by planning a real party. Yes, it'll be a power party, but a real party. And we will get you talking around the dinner table. This program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, is about heart and soul. It is designed to inspire, motivate, and to inform and entertain you and help you be the greatest person you were meant to be because the challenges we all face spur us to greatness and it's here at Star Style. We hope that you will discover your brilliance. The Miracle Moment today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 charity empowering women, families, and youth at risk through improved literacy, improved positive media, and tools for living. Please visit the website, bethestarur.org, or the community site of Creative Community at btsya.org. Make a donation today. Keep us on the air and keep us empowering. And this is from one of my favorite artists, Henri Matisse. The miracle moment is, slowly I discovered the secret of my art. It consists of a meditation on nature, on the expression of a dream, which is always inspired by reality. And that's going to lead us kind of right into our show today, which really is about not just uh, saving our planet, but saving our individual lifestyles and our individual way of living, our own backyards. 
Agenda 21 is this non-bonding, voluntarily implemented action plan that the United Nations designed back in 1992 in Rio de Janeiro. Have you never heard of it? I hadn't either until today I was talking with a farmer friend of mine who was having difficulty getting water rights on their own property or fixing a barn that was was knocked down by a um, a municipal company. Let's just put it that way without getting too specific. And it, it really opened my eyes. So, you know, here at Star Style, we're not about politics. We're not about religion. We're very inclusive. And we really believe that everyone has a right to express themselves just as we do on our teen show. So I just want to express what my what my feelings are about this Agenda 21. And I want all of you to look much closer at it because it just could be that Agenda 21 is nearing us closer to a socialist environment and taking away our rights and our freedom to live in the American way that was really guaranteed by the Constitution. So back in Brazil in 1992, this action agenda from the United Nations, it was a multilateral and multilateral organizations and individual governments around the world executed at a local, national, and global uh, levels. The 21 in Agenda 21 refers to the 21st century, and it has been affirmed and modified at at other UN conferences. But again, I had never really heard about it, and I think that most Americans haven't unless you have been affected by it. And the people who are getting affected by, uh, by it mostly now are people in rural areas, Farmers and ranchers. And without our farmers and ranchers, I'm not sure who's going to feed us. So we really do have to, to think carefully. Essentially, what they called it is they called it a blueprint for a sustainable world uh, at the UN Convention on Environment and Development. Uh, and since then, it has been adopted by more than 200 countries and it's been modified and updated on a continual basis at various summits. The philosophy behind Agenda 21 is that our environmental problems are the number one problem that we're facing and that those problems are being caused by human activity. Therefore, according to Agenda 21, human activity needs to be tightly monitored, regulated, and controlled for the greater good. Now, what does that sound like to you? This does not sound good for me. Anything that has to be monitored, regulated, and controlled by the government is not for the greater good. And I I am expressing a personal opinion, but I do think we both have our individual liberties and freedoms that I don't want to sacrifice for the good of the planet because I am a sustainable person and I can take care of my own garden and my own wells and my own water and all of that on my own. Anyway, according to um, this, if you're thinking it sounds exactly the opposite about what our founding fathers intended when they established the United States of America, you would be right on the money because those that promote the philosophy underlying Agenda 21 believe that human activity has to be managed and that letting people make their own decisions is destructive and dangerous. And I say these words in quotations because that's part of the principles. Sadly, 
those principles behind Agenda 21 are truly being rammed down the throats of many local communities all across America. And most of the people living in those communities don't even realize it. So how is this being done? Well, after Agenda 21 was adopted, an international organization known as the International Council for Local Environmental Initiatives, and the the abbreviation is ICLEI, was established to help implement the goals of Agenda 21 in local communities. And one thing that they learned very quickly was that Agenda 21 label was like a red flag for a lot of people. So it tended to create a lot of bit of opposition on the local level, and you can understand why. So as this ICLEI tried to implement their goals, they rarely used the terms Agenda 21. Instead, they use much more harmless-sounding labels such as smart growth, comprehensive land use planning, and especially sustainable development. But just because something doesn't carry the 21 label doesn't mean that it's not promoting the goals of Agenda 21. And they're not only being implemented in the United States, it's a massive worldwide effort that's being coordinated by the United Nations. And there was an article posted at redstate.com that discussed some of the history of Agenda 21. You may want to check it out. But in simplified terms, that this master blueprint or guideline for constructing sustainable communities put forth by the UN's commission is, um, a, is a little bit uh, crazy. In 1994, the President's Council for Sustainable Development, created by Bill Clinton with an executive order, began coordinating efforts at the federal level to make the U.S. Agenda 21 compliant. And that same year, the President's Council for Sustainable Development, the International Code Council, was also created. And these codes are really long. They're exor- you know, extraordinarily boring. And those that write them don't really even know what's really in them, and they don't even read them. And for the most part, they contain a lot of things that are contained in existing building codes or common sense. But there is a lot of poison that's been inserted into these codes, and you have to read them carefully because then Agenda 21 becomes pretty obvious. Even most of our local politicians that are adopting these don't take the time to read them. They just assume that they're updating their existing building codes and that they're doing the right thing. So some of our politicians don't even know that some of this could be talking nonsense. Now, it was pretty interesting because I started researching this and um, I read about a council meeting that just happened two weeks ago in Idaho. And what happened is there was a, a, a big audience um, that came and it was an overflow crowd of people that attended. And they were being forced, and this is in Idaho again, they were being forced to sign this plan of Agenda 21. But they were reading it. And... They did not believe that it was uh, the United Nations' rights to take action in Idaho and to inventory and control all the land, all the water, all the minerals, all the plants, all the animals, all the construction, all the means of production, all the information, all the energy, and all the human beings in the whole world. They really believed that it was a conspiracy theory that was for real, and um, they pretty much at least they revolted in a way so that it was not implemented. And what was very interested in reading about 
these codes is that the president of the council seemed to think that it was just a bunch of ignorant farmers that needed to be educated. But the bottom line was is they really knew what their freedom rights were, and they don't want their, their land taken away. They don't want to be told how they have to live their lives. Sometimes code violations are used as a justification to legally steal property from law-abiding homeowners. And that was a very big concern of, for everybody. There's this code official, and anybody the jurisdiction calls a code official, and that's a sole interpreter, by the way, is it's pretty, it's pretty scary. You know, it's pretty scary. So every day there's an offense that occurs in a separate mandatory misdemeanor, and it might be $600 a day or a month in jail, or they can fine you out of your home or jail you at whim. This really doesn't sound like America. So we, we really have to look into this and not adopt something that is uh, not going to be good for, for our rights. I know where I live now. I grew up on a farm, as everybody knows, and a ranch, which we still own. And it's gotten so bad these days that you can't even cut down a tree or even cut up a tree that has fallen on your property without getting a permit and without consulting the county and, and all the different codes. And that is really ridiculous. I think that farmers probably know best what to do on their farms, and they don't need the government to intervene. So what's going to happen? You're, you might be, you know, you could lose your house, you could lose your land. There's a whole thing about trying to move people more into cities so that they'll be you know, more sustainable land. Well, again, I'm all for sustainability. I'm all for saving the planet. But I'm definitely not for having somebody decide where my mortgage is going to be and um, and where I'm going to decide, you know, that, uh, that I want to live. So I want to just get back to this Idaho quickly because the meeting was the first of a planned four-meeting series that was scheduled to run for four consecutive evenings, covering several chapters in this 500-page ULUC draft. But sparks were flying metaphorically from the beginning. They even had to call the fire department uh, because there were so many people that the room couldn't even take it. (laughs) So the fire department came to the rescue, which kind of spared the county officials from the blistering comments from the area residents, and it also gave the residents a reprieve because the commission couldn't announce that they were adopting this code. But much of the concern and outrage expressed at the commission, and this is happening all around the country, by the way, is that property owners stem from the fact that this comprehensive plan um, more than doubles the page counts of existing codes and might be expected that from expansion, there's going to be more regulations, more prohibitions, more restrictions, more mitigations, more impact fees, more permit requirements, et cetera, et cetera. Another complaint from the various people around the country, from both property owners and professionals who regularly deal with these kind of matters, I mean, and I'm talking about professionals like realtors, appraisals, consultants, attorneys, is that this UL... UIC is vague, it's confusing, many of the terms are ill-defined or not even defined, and it opens the door for county administrators, inspectors, and regulators to cite and fine property owners 
for many activities and uses that are now permitted under current codes and many of uses that they don't even know that affects them. And what they're saying is that not knowing the new laws is not going to be an excuse. So this is really, really out of order. Um, the planning commissions don't seem to be getting too far when people are educated about what's going on. So it's really important that we educate ourselves and learn really what is this uh, 21, this mandate, you know, that is happening. And it, it, it actually, when I read it, I, I actually got really, I got really, really scared because I know that on our property that I own the ranch, we have, we've had water on our property and we, with a handshake, not myself and not my father, but um, people who owned our land a hundred years ago on a handshake gave water rights to a city far away. And with the, with the caveat that we would always be able to have water. And now that handshake has been dissolved. And now the water bills can get up to several thousand dollars a month, which if you are trying to farm your land, you are going to have to go out of business. So this is not a good thing. You know, uh, most people are saying scrap the plan, scrap the plan, find something else. And I just wanted to throw in a couple of um, other things because I know we have to going to go to break here shortly. But when one of the people, uh, Bob Bingham, who's a founder of a Northwest Property Owners Alliance, established his credibility and growing influence by taking these county commissioners on with these new impact fees, and he did his research. And uh, rather than face costly lawsuits that you're likely to lose, the county decided to return hundreds of thousands of dollars in impact fees that would, had already been improperly assessed on local property. So we have to be, again, be cautious. It's happening in Canada. It's happening around the world. And one of the most frightening things that I read is what was happening in China today. And uh, you'll have to do your own research again on this. But let me just read to you. It says environmental activists regularly invoke government planning as essential to protect the environment from exploitation by private owners. This is particularly ironic since the most massive and destructive environmental impacts have been carried out by governments and the socialist and communist governments that have the most onerous and central planning that have been guilty of the most egregious ecological devastation. And by the way, this is written, this is an article that was in the New York Times. There was something in the Wall Street Journal. So it's not being written by people who are being strange. It's been being written by, you know, non-biased people. China and Russia are two of the prime exhibits. Private property owners have a vested interest in maintaining the value of their property. And by virtue of the limited size of their property, as opposed to a socialist government that owns or controls virtually all the real property, um, they can do relatively little damage, but when the government controls property, they can do quite a bit. What has happened in uh, China is that their goal is to invoke um, eminent domain and take the property of millions of farmers. In fact, Bloomberg Businessweek, New York Times, UK Telegraph just reported that the Communist Party that runs China plans to remove 250 million 
to 650 million Chinese from rural areas over the next 12 years and relocate them forcibly into densely populated urban centers. This will be the largest forced migration in history. And in the meantime, the uh, bureaucrats at the top have pocketed billions and have become these big government, big corporations, the People's Republic of China, these people have become billionaires because of doing this. So the bottom line is get some information. Agenda 21 seeks for the government to curtail your freedom, to travel as you please, to own gas-powered cars, to live in the suburbs or live in the country or own a farm, and maybe even raise a family. Furthermore, it's going to eliminate your private property rights through eminent domain. And it can be stopped at the local level by organizing and informing others to encourage local government uh, officials to get educated and to understand what sustainable development laws really mean and ordinances that they've enacted that are all under Agenda 21. And with that said, yes, let's all do our part to save the planet, but let's all maintain our rights to freedom that we fought so highly for in 1776 <laughs> with our 4th of July revolution. Let's continue to be Americans and let's read between the lines before we sign on the dotted line. I'm Cynthia Bryan. Thank you for listening to my diatribe. When we come back, we're going to get a little bit lighter and we are going to salute the season. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are on Voice America Empowerment Network. Stay with me. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Are you wondering where your next project will come from? Here are some lessons from my experiences as a freelance writer. Research topics that you feel that you're interested in working on. Pitch to people and companies that fascinate you. Know the markets for your ideas ahead of time. Write great proposals about great ideas that always wow your potential clients. Do this as a matter of course, every time, with no excuses. Never give up. Persevere, persevere, persevere. Follow up on leads no matter how remote they may seem. You may need to sacrifice to take on assignments that are worthwhile, but it's worth it in the long run. Do it. Ask for more work from people who already know and trust you. Always suggest ideas to people with whom you already are working. Market yourself. Be available. Say, yes, I can, and then make sure you do it. Pitch and submit to the same people over and over until they use you. Life is about relationships. Build strong foundations and nurture them on a regular basis. Because whether you think you can or think you can, you're right. So yell, yes, I can. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For consultations on writing, media, gardening, and acting, please contact StarStyleProductions.com or call 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. 
Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive life-changing interviews and star-studded conversations on our award-winning program star style be the star you are hosted by the passion purpose and possibility producer cynthia bryan now back to the power party well the secret to every success lies not in what or even who you know, but in clearly seeing where it is you want to go. And here at Star Style, Be the Star You Are, we believe that you have the power to have it all, and we intend to help you get going in the right direction and keep going. So thanks for staying with us here on Voice America Empowerment Channel. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am always, always thrilled to be your personal growth coach right here with you, kind of giving you some free coaching on the radio. So I have another great quote that I, I'm a big person on quotes. I keep a whole book of quotes. And this is a quote by Chitra Bahama. And it is, the law of living is giving. The nature of nurture is giving. The clouds are giving rain. Trees are giving fruit. Earth is giving grain. Moon and stars are giving light. And with gifts of nature's giving, we are living to complete the cycle of living and giving. So let us give from our mind, our hands, and our heart to the world. I kind of think that sums up how I live uh, my life. I think it's all about giving back and making a difference. But now I wanted to give a little salute to the season with going into the garden, which is my respite. And for me, being in nature is so, so important. And I really want to encourage people to get into nature, get into your backyard, go into a park, go on a hike, whatever it is. So let's talk about how summer is in full swing in the garden. It really is the season of plenty and for a gardener you know it it it's like the shed becomes a playhouse the shears are a tool of choice as we trim we cut we prune and we fill our baskets with food and flowers to share i find that containers are overflowing with pretty petunias and spilling lobelia 
as we welcome our visitors to a party on the patio. We witness the bird bust of agapanthus into brilliant blue blooms just within days. I know mine, it was like I was taking pictures of them one day and they were just in bud. And the next day, I had these brilliant white and blue flowers that are just, they're just amazing. And I just, I get so excited when that happens. The same thing when I go into my vegetable garden and the tomato has gone from green to red, you know, or something else has sprouted. Well, the gladioli spires are shooting for the stars and their cherry throats are contrasting spectacularly with the grays of the dusty miller. The honeybees and all the different kind of pollination bees are dancing on the magnolias, on the hollyhocks, on the penstamens, and all the different flowering succulents. They're sucking the nectar and pollinating all the surrounding uh, specimens. Did you know that there are over 4,000 species of bees right here in the United States? And we have to save the bees. We really have to protect them. Because if we lose the bees, we lose our farms, we lose our food. And gosh, we're getting back to... Who knows what? That Agenda 21. <laughs> Fences of scarlet trumpet vine. They're heralding the arrival of butterflies and hummingbirds. Asiatic lilies in the colors of the rainbow are poking their heads above the crowd, making sure that they are recognized. And hydrangea blooms are as big as beach balls. I love the mandevilla and the pink bower vines that are enlivening arbors and pergolas. Bottom line is the garden is alive, it's vibrant, and it's waiting to be enjoyed. But like all celebrations, there's always a few inconveniences that need to be addressed. So I'd like to give you a few tips for eliminating pests that are going to be on your patio party. Yellow jackets. Let's talk about them for a minute. If you have yellow jackets plaguing your summer barbecues, you need to follow the yellow flyers back to their nest. Yellow jackets live and hatch in holes in the ground. And while it is advised to hang a trap only on the day of your vent, that's contrary to popular belief, by the way, the more yellow jacket traps you set, the more yellow jackets you are going to contend with. Because here's how it works with yellow jackets. When a yellow jacket soldier dies, the queen doubles her duty to produce more warriors for the colony. So... Bottom line, in every yellow jacket that you slap with your flip-flop or with your fly swatter and kill, you have just given birth to two more that are going to plague you because the queen is going, oh, my gosh, my warriors are falling down. I need to get a bigger army. But the hard part is to find the nest. So what you have to do is follow these yellow jackets, get rid of the food, and watch where they go. At nighttime and in the morning, they go back into these nests on the ground. So if you walk around your property, uh, no matter how small it is, you'll usually see what you may think are bees buzzing above the ground. They're not bees. They're yellow jackets. Once you've located it, instead of buying a spray, if in your area you have vector control, Call Vector Control because a professional comes out from Vector Control if you have this. And they come out free of charge, dressed in a beekeeper's suit. And they go to work spraying the nest with the long hoses that kill the queen. The problem with commercial repellents is that they can't get far enough into the tunnels. I know that when I had yellow jackets, and I've had them twice in the last year and really, really bad, I called Vector. And they informed me when they came out that my underground nest 
went into the ground like through thousands of little winding chambers and tunnels more than 30 feet. So any kind of spray or anything I would have tried would have never, ever worked. If you don't have vector control in your area, then you may need to call in a professional company. But it's well worth it. And just remember, all of those yellow jacket traps that you can buy at a hardware store that's, you know, with the... the, uh, whatever that, you know, the sweet stuff in it that you put that attracts them. All you're doing is attracting more yellow jackets. Use those only on the day of your picnic or your party in case you have kind of errant yellow jackers. But in the meantime, get rid of them. And don't confuse yellow jackets with bees. Bees do not attack you they unless they are threatened. So bees are not going to bite you. If you're in swimming pools, you want to rescue the bees because we have, you know, bee colony collapse. But only rescue them with a net. Uh, Don't try to get them with your fingers. I've had that uh, many times where I get bit and I swell up like a baseball mitt. Mosquitoes. Okay, that's another big one. And in some parts of the country, it does cause diseases. So we have to be careful. You want to plant lemongrass. That is the main repellent ingredient in citronella candles. So you want to crush or dry the leaves and you can mix it with alcohol or oil and you apply it to your body, your clothing, or you can even make a spray for outdoor areas as a deterrent. Of course, you can set out citronella candles and torches. And there is actually something called a mosquito plant, which is a citronella plant that smells uh, like citronella. And it's like in the geranium flower, uh, geranium family, but it doesn't have Flowers. You could also buy dunks for your fountains. They don't hurt wildlife, and they they but they kill the mosquito larvae. They won't kill your fish if you have a pond. And again, uh, if you're in a in a county that has vector control, most counties will come out and bring you mosquito fish if you have a pond, and that's usually free of charge. Also, the, I found something out there called the thermal cell mosquito repellent patio lantern, which is sold at hardware uh, stores and home centers. And it's a great resource, and it actually is quite attractive. It's not a zapper, but it emits this uh, light, and it attracts the mosquitoes and gets rid of them. And we really want to keep mosquitoes away because you don't want to get West Nile. Then snails and slugs. If snails and slugs are munching on your seedlings, hand pick at night when they're feeding. And then you can also wrap copper strips around perimeters of the problem area or trap them in pans of beer. Coffee grinds and wood ash are also deterrents, so you want to make sure to remove garden debris and look under the rocks and the flower pots. And since they are they're, uh, hermaphroditic, um, they will fertilize themselves. They produce 30 to 120 offspring that begin eating the moment they hatch. So one snail or a slug can make 120. You want to get rid of them. Uh, ticks. We know that the Lyme disease is uh, brought to us through ticks and they actually live on plants and they jump on you when you go on hikes into the hills or in nature areas or they'll come in on your on-air animals, your dogs and your cats. Uh, so make sure that if you are out in nature at all when you come in, that you thoroughly um, wash your clothes as well as take a shower, wash your hair, etc. And something about 
Uh, ticks on clothes, I just want to say they actually, the water in washing your clothes, it actually doesn't kill them. So if, uh, it is said that if you throw them in a dryer, a hot dryer first, and then wash them, because it's the heat that kills them. Or just leave them outside, and, you know, if they don't find any blood to suck on, they will go away. So with those irritants under control, focus your attention on having a pleasant summer guest. So what are some of the pleasant ones? Quail, robins, finches, orioles. They brighten the landscape with their song and with their antics. You want to provide bird baths, fountains, and feeders to keep them frolicking in your yard. You can fill a clay saucer with water for the butterflies and for the bees. And if you have a swimming pool, as I said earlier, really make sure to rescue the bees that attempt to drink but are doomed to drown. And again, don't confuse bees with yellow jackets. Bees don't hover around food. Only yellow jackets do. The bees you're going to find in your orchards, around your fruit trees, on plants. Bees don't surround humans. The feast does begin in the orchards this month and the potages and the vegetable and herb gardens. Right now, you can find fresh plums, apricots, peaches, apples, nectarines, kumquats. They're truly at their peak. And berries of many varieties ripen this month as well. We have blackberries and elderberries and blueberries and raspberries, fuchsia berries, strawberries. And with the exception of the elderberry, you can pick and eat straight from the vine or the tree And you can make great pies and smoothies. The elderberry you want to really use in jams and jellies. Also, bulb fennel has sprays of these beautiful yellow flowers right now. And you want to pick those seeds because the fennel seeds are a great, great addition to cooking with a wonderful flavor. There's also a plethora of vegetables that are out there, and it's so wonderful just to pick straight from your garden. Tomatoes, peppers, zucchinis, cucumbers, they are sweet and they are prolific. So what I love about being a home uh, gardener is that we actually are privy to our own customized produce aisle. It's like we have our own farmer's market in our backyard. In fact, for me, for my lunch today, that's exactly what I did. I went out into my vegetable garden and I picked um, a couple of tomatoes. I picked some basil. I picked some garlic chives and I sat on my little chair and watched the hummingbirds swooping through the garden as that, you know, as I ate this fresh vegetables and then walked up to my orchard where I've got prunes and apples and apricots and uh, Santa Rosa plums and these wonderful cherry plums all ripe and ready. So, you know, the season of plenty is upon us. You want to stand, salute, raise your flag because the greatest reward is sharing treasures from our own soil. A garden is to give and a garden is to grow. And I hope that you are growing yours. You know, it's uh, Alan Cohen said, Nature exists to be enjoyed, not controlled. And that also fits right in with what we were talking about with, um, well, what I was talking about earlier in um, our first segment with our agenda of 21. You know, we've had really bizarre weather patterns on our planet this year and especially in the last few months. And as much as we want to be kings of the world, the reality is always That Mother Nature is always, always in charge. And while we can do our part to be eco-friendly and sustainable, 
We also need to prepare our homes, our gardens, our families, and our pets for the unexpected. So this month is a wonderful time to get up, get out, and get going on a local level, whether it be a short jaunt around the neighborhood or a pool party in the backyard. You want to get in touch with what you have, whether it's a cactus garden or succulents, whether you live in, you know, in the desert or in a tropical area, whether it's arid or lush, there's something for everyone when you just get to know it. I say be a tourist in your own town. Whatever you do, spend as much time as possible soaking up the nurture of nature. And as a friend of mine explained, And exclaimed recently, be it ever so brief, a time in the garden soothes your soul as a sensual experience, and it's a gift to us of summer. Well, my name is Cynthia Bryan, and you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And when we come back from break, we're actually going to plan a party, and I'm going to show you how to do that. So stay with me. I will be right back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com You can express yourself. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a changemaker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Be the star you are. You are the star. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program 
with the Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Don't you love our Empowerment Network tagline, change your world, change your life? I mean, it's so true. That's what empowerment's all about. We have the power. And that's what we're about here at Star Style. Be the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am your personal growth development coach here. We know you have a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. And there's always detours, and there are always curveballs. But hopefully we can help you get through it, and we want to ignite your power and help you shoot for the stars. Because if you get down and out, there's only one way up, and that is up. So we're going to talk about parties. The party is at your place, and we don't want you to panic. I just have some tips for making it fun for everyone, including yourself, if you are the host or the hostess of your party. We want to learn how to plan, to prep, and enjoy the best bash ever. So here are a few things that you're going to want to do. As soon as you send out the invites, whether they be evites or the old-fashioned, handwritten, you know, sent-by-mail invites, start cleaning the house <laughs> one room at a time. And by doing like 30 minutes every day instead of trying to clean it all in one fell swoop, you're going to have your house in ship, sh- uh, ship shape by the time the party rolls around. And then the day of or the day before, you can just do a quick dusting, vacuuming, mopping, And you'll be all set. And the reason I say this kind of like do one room at a time if you're having a, you know, a substantial party is because most of us are all working. We're all really busy. We have a lot going on in our lives. And it's hard to take a a full day to like do all of these things. But if we break it up into small steps, we can get this party going so that the, you know, when it actually happens, we're not stressed out. The next step is take an inventory of your kitchen or your pantry. So what do you have in plates, in cups, in decor? And actually, I like to do this before I send out the invite because then I plan my party or my get-together around that. Uh, Then I fill in the blanks. by I buy what I don't have as far as non-perishables whenever I have a minute to shop long enough before the big day. So I'll, I don't, I, you know, I don't buy the food until the day before so that I can start prepping the night before. An example of this is I am planning of coming up soon a tropical kind of a beach party at my house. I'm not near the beach, but I'm going to pretend that I'm near the beach. So I've been, you know, this is coming up in a couple of weeks, and I already know exactly what I'm going to do. And I've been going through my house finding things that I can use as table decor so I don't have to buy things. And what am I going to use in plates, et cetera, and, and looking for things I want to do as my food. So I'm excited about it, and people are excited about it. You need to find refrigerator space. You're going to need lots of cold drinks for a party. But, you know, bottles and cans, they take up space. So you'll want to get an ice chest on wheels and start uh, storing beer, white wine, or sparkling drinks in your ice chest. Then the day of the party, you can uh, you can fill that ice chest with ice. And I also start saving ice. I start making ice in advance and uh, putting it in the freezer if you have room for that. Or you can fill, like, your water bottles with ice, and that'll keep things close. Another thing that uh, if you have a washing machine, something that I know people have done, 
is they'll fill their washing machine with ice on the day of the party, and they'll put their bottles in that. And then it's because when the ice melts, no big deal. It's going to go down the drain, and you can kind of use it for a cold wash. I think that's a kind of a great idea. If you're going to be barbecuing, which here in California, we are always barbecuing. It's like, you know, fire up the barbie. Check the barbecue at least 24 to 48 hours in advance to make sure that your grill is ready to go. If it's a charcoal uh, grill, you need to have your charcoal and your lighter, and, and you have to have the grill cleaned. If it's a propane, you need to fill your propane tanks as well as patio heaters. And if you have a fire pit, like we love to do fire pits here at nighttime because we get it, even though we're away from the ocean, an ocean breeze comes in and it kind of gets cold because the fog rolls in over the hills. That way you'll have your fires ready to go. Now you want to cater to comfort by having a basket ready if it's during the day. You want sunscreen, maybe some extra hats, some bug spray if you live in a buggy area, even Flip-flops, because some people will come in regular shoes, and maybe they want to just get a little more comfortable. To me, there's nothing worse. I'm always barefoot. I'm barefoot now while I'm doing this show. I'm, I take off my shoes even when I go to a restaurant. A lot of times I have to find out where they are. I've just grown up barefoot. So, And if you have a pool, you want to make a basket like of rolled towels, maybe some beach ball, balls and some swim floats. And for cooler evenings... Have some throws, some blankets, maybe even extra jackets on hand. I know here on some of the barbecues we've had, even in the summer when we thought, oh, it's going to be really hot and we've had days that were 105, sometimes the nights get down to 40 degrees. So having those extra jackets around really, really help. You want to cut your paper waste by using cloth napkins because you can just throw these in the wash. Now, if you don't have a wash machine, that doesn't make sense. I don't want you having to go into a laundromat to do a wash. But you know what I've found that make great outdoor napkins? They're inexpensive and they wash up great. And they can be used for other things. Are There are multicolored dish towels. They make great barbecue napkins. They're super inexpensive. Sometimes like as little as $2. I mean, two for for a dollar. And they when they wash up, they just they look great. And then you can use them as dish towels if you don't want to use them as uh, napkins again. Practice your recipes. I know when everybody's having a party, they always think, oh, this is the time I'm going to try something new. Well, that's great. Try something new. But practice first. And what you might want to do is create three or four different summer menus. Have those on hand. Practice each one with your own family. And that gives you time to tweak it. And it also will make you really more comfortable preparing it at party time. I know one party I did, I did a really, really fancy hors d'oeuvre with my fresh chicken eggs and caviar, and it was really a beautiful, it has like different layers, it was like four layers, and the first time I made it, I was really, really nervous, and actually, it's so simple that now I can whip it up in like five minutes, so, you know, you want to get that good, you want to practice on something. Use your lunch hour at work to create your music playlist or your list of to-dos. Now, you want to make sure for evening time that you have candles, flashlights, batteries on hand in case there's some power outage. And, uh, if you know, if you're really organized and the, the food, any of the food can be made in advance, and if you have freezer space, sometimes it's a great idea to make your dishes a few days in advance, maybe the weekend before when you have time, 
Stick it in the freezer, and then you'll take it out on the weekend, and you will be all ready to go. And the most important thing is on the day of your party that you just decide to have a great time and case sirrah sirrah. Whatever happens will happen because it's all about friends, family, food, and fun. And when you have plenty of that around, you know, the rest takes care of itself. So happy power parties on the patio. Enjoy whatever you have, whether it's a balcony or whatever. It doesn't matter. A small space can be a palace. Now, I have something. I so This was sent to me by a listener, and I just thought I would read it because it's about aging and being kinder to yourself, and it's just very, very sweet. And I thought, you know, this is a great way to live. And it kind of reminds me of that poem that was written years ago about when I get older, I'm going to wear more purple. I, I tend to wear a lot of purple, so I don't know if that means I'm getting older or if, or if I'm just smarter. So here it is, and this is anonymous, so I don't know who wrote it. So if you're out there and you wrote it, um, kudos to you. As I've aged, I've become kinder to myself and less critical of myself. I have become my own friend. I have seen too many dear friends leave this world too soon before they understood that great freedom comes with aging. Whose business is it if I choose to read or play on the computer until 4 a.m. or if I decide I want to sleep till noon? I will dance with myself to those wonderful tunes of the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. And if I, at the same time, want to weep over a lost love, I will. I will walk the beach in a swimsuit that is stretched over a bulging body, and I will dive into the waves with abandon. And if I choose to, despite the pitying glances from the jet set, you know what? They, too, will get old. I know I am sometimes forgetful, but there again, some of life is just as well forgotten. And I eventually remember the important things. Sure, over the years, my heart has been broken. How can your heart not break when you lose a loved one or when a child suffers, or even when somebody's beloved pet gets hit by a car. But broken hearts are what give us strength and understanding and compassion, and a heart never broken is pristine and sterile, and will never know the joy of being imperfect. I am so blessed to have lived long enough to have my hair turning gray and to have my youthful laughs be forever etched into deep grooves on my face. So many have never laughed, and so many have never, never lived. As you get older, it's easier to be positive. You care less about what other people think. I don't question myself anymore. I've even earned the right to be wrong. So to answer your question, I like being old. It set me free. I like the person I've become. I'm not going to live forever, but while I'm still here, I'm not going to waste my time lamenting about what could have been or worrying about what will be. I shall eat dessert every single day if I feel like it, and I'm going to live for the now. Don't you love it? I think that's the way we have to live. Well, I want to thank you all for being great listeners and allowing me into your life every week. And thank you to my great team at Voice America and to everyone on the Empowerment Channel and to my engineer, Matt, for making me sound good. Make sure you're tuned in here every Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For Star Style, be the star you are. And we will bring you some expert advice and we'll help you change your life for the better. For more information about Star Style Productions, 
visit StarStyleProductions.com. If you'd like a coaching session from me, call 925-377-STAR. I can work with you via Skype, email, or phone. And, of course, if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, um, you can come in person. Or I'll travel anywhere in the world. You just got to pay for it. So make a donation to Be The Star You Are, the charity that brings you this show. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org and go to BTSYA.org as well. I hope I've encouraged, inspired, and amused you a little bit and helped you see beyond your physical being and helped you know that you already are a star. And I want you to look into things and be be curious, be an investigator, and don't take anything you see, read, or hear for verbatim. Do your own research. And until next week, when I celebrate again with you, remember, love always wins, kindness prevails, smiles will keep you happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. I thank you for being with us here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I encourage you, be the star you are. Thanks for joining me. We'll play next week. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Be the star you are. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program. Star Style, be the star you are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.